Dante Rigamortis. I'm Review Cultist. And I'm the gamer in yellow. Every time, it seems so weird not going after Mikey, because Mikey's not here right now. Yes, but we are soldiering on. Because mm-hmm. we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. Tonight we have Whack-A-Mole. So, uh, yeah, um, Whack-A-Mole. It's by Mac Ralston. Uh, it's on creepos.wiki. You may remember Mac Ralston as the author of Evergreens in an Endless Autumn. I remember that one. Yeah. I remember you liking that one. <laughs> I remember. Well, let's find out if we like this one. Uh, starting with our initial rundown. Or our initial... <laughs> <laughs> starting, starting with our initial recommendations. I'm going to partially recommend this one, but like on the high end of recommendations. Interesting. Hmm. I'm going to partially recommend this one, but on the high end. So the same. (laughs) No. Shut up. I was honestly thinking, you're like, I'm going to partially recommend it, but on the low end. (laughs) I was going to do that for the bit. (laughs) But I didn't. All right, fair. Well, let's find out why we uh, recommended that way. Um, starting off with the rundown, featuring Pity. <laughs> uh, we start with a scene of our narrator, Pity, uh, a crime family hitman burying Arnie, a mole for the cops that he's sniffed and snuffed out. Uh, we then get the story leading up to the killing and burying of Arnie. Uh, with Pity suspecting Arnie of being a mole and setting up a plan to off him. Uh, He uses Arnie's wife as the bait, bringing him out to the fateful ditch where he shoots him in the back of the head without telling him the fate of his own wife, and then buries the man and plants a tulip on the spot. Then, back at the house, Pity is having some coke, the drug, uh, and notices someone outside, beyond a streetlight, looking at him. When he checks, th- when he checks a little bit more thoroughly through the window, the figure shuffles into the light and reveals Arnie's corpse, the bullet wound in his face, splaying his flesh outward like a star-faced mole. A description that comes to mind to pity as he looks on. The form shuffles to the door. And in some kind of state, either from the circumstances or the drugs, perhaps simply thinking this is all a dream, Pity allows the corpse Arnie to drag him to his car and have him drive out to the same grave spot from earlier. Then, when they arrive, the corpse Arnie points to the mound of dirt and Pity goes out and looks around at it until a gun is pressed against his head just like he did to Arnie earlier. But the strangest thing presented here, as Pity is frozen in place, is that the spot is undisturbed from when he left it, complete with a tulip still in place. 
Finn. So, uh, I suppose with that out of the way, we'll move on to everyone tolerates the grammar inquisitions at this point. Um, I've got a few. Gonna gonna start with this one here. Um, take him. Tell him you got a spare ticket, and I'll take I'll take his wife out. And believe me, I took her out. Then we get this like horizontal line as we cut to the next scene. Um, it's about a mile or so on the left. I said, big old clearing in in the trees. Can't miss it. So yeah, we have this we have this like horizontal separation line. Um, that separates these two uh, two disparate scenes. And I kind of wish we had gotten a similar separation line um, at the very beginning of the story when, like, we get the the part where he's in... Uh, the story starts in media res with Pity burying Arnie. And then it jumps back... It, it jumps to the story of how Arnie got got killed and, like, why Pity... Like, why Pity thought he was a, a snitch and stuff like that. Yeah. And I kind of think that like maybe there's since there's a since there's a horizontal line later in the story that like separates two disparate scenes, maybe there should have been a a separate line, a separation line there as well. Yeah, for every time jump. Yeah. Um yeah, I'm with you. Okay. Also, I I have to ask this. How how did you like the uh, the media res moments? <laughs> it's fine. I love media res. Was, did, did it actually not bug you in this one? No. <laughs> okay, interesting. It was fine. To be fair, uh, there is actually something later in the story that uh, would usually bug the hell out of me, but uh, because it was done right, it didn't bug me in this one. So, mm-hmm. But I'll, I'll get to that in my actual thoughts. He met me in front of the hood, but didn't make eye contact, as instead, his eyes widened at the sight of the dirt pile that he thought might have been final the resting place of his precious ball and chain. So this one's a simple just error, just like might have been the final resting place of his precious ball and chain. Yep. Like just the two words of just accidental. Oh yeah, it's it's simple, like just an accidental swap. Yep. And on to my final actual or my final uh grammar inquisition. Um it was two in the friggin' morning before I finally got tired. Coke will do that, do you? And that's that really <laughs> do that to you uh this isn't like yeah it's not like an affliction i don't i don't think this is like an affectation to like but i think it's that like we'll do that to you a t there instead of a d mm-hmm. yeah although um, i mean like poor spelling could be an effect of coke, of coke you know like yeah coke maybe do, do, yeah. do that to you yeah, it do do. Can do that. <laughs> do do. <laughs> do do. Yeah. Uh, but that is the end of my grammar position. So, gamer. 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 My dad. Let's see. Uh, I have an it story. <laughs> really? I guess, <laughs> it, I guess I somebody, somebody had to pick up the pace, so. Yeah. Uh, so we had to soldier on that burden so um uh yeah um and now an it story with the gamer in yellow take it away it was a stupid joke but at the time i thought it was funny as hell and it was coke the family's shall we say stuff of choice 
stuff we like to jokingly refer to as soda. That prompted Arnie to petition for adoption into our little crew. And I was. And believe me, I took her out. Or at least the alias the pigs told him to use. But he never figured out me. And it was on the subject of games that I remembered that I was about to whack a mole. It was two in the friggin' morning before I finally got tired. It was just beyond the yard. It was when he stepped forward into the harsh overhead light that I realized who exactly it was. And though he didn't have eyes anymore, I could tell he was looking straight at me. And thinking about the soda reminded me that what I was seeing could could have merely been my imagination, a sick hallucination. But it was when the doorbell finally rang, all too audibly to be in my head, that I realized that it wasn't the drugs. And that wasn't so silly. And then the mole sputtered and gurgled some more. But I did have a good chuckle when I finally noticed the freshly plucked tulip sticking out of his breast pocket. And that damn little tulip is still sticking out of it. Finn. Wow. Yeah. I. <laughs> what? Like, like he. Oh, I was going to take her out, except it wasn't her. It was a guy, an, an alias. Yeah. <laughs> he was actually. And then, like, then, like, his like face split. Like, yeah, it's just like, yeah. Or then, like, suddenly he got. He became eyeless. <laughs> It got really weird. Yeah, it got really like, yeah, it, it was definitely like a psychological horror or like some kind of like bad trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, that's the kind of things that happen when you uh, uh, use its ends or buts because there's or at the beginning of the sentences because there's always better words. Yeah, did, did I do it correctly? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Mikey normally does these, but I did it this time to highlight all the sentences in a story that start with words that they probably shouldn't, like it sends or butts, because there's always better words to Yeah, I should have just let you do the whole thing. It's, it's fine. <laughs> um, and that's all you have for Grammar Inquisition? Yeah. Okay, uh, then let's uh, move on to actual thoughts. All right, so I'm going to start with this one here, uh, with my actual thoughts. Perhaps I ill-assumed Arnie's mistrust of us. The family, that is. Especially me and Ma and Rocco and Sam. Because of our mistrust for him. Mistrust, I might add, that was completely justified and proven. Proven when we discovered that he was a goddamn little mole working for the piggies. It it was like we were dealing with the whole friggin' barnyard. I'm telling you, Rocco... I said, stirring some rye into my morning coffee. He's a goddamn mole. I just wanted to highlight that I really like the mob talk and noir yeah. feel of the story. Like, I was half tempted to do this entirely in walking, <laughs> but I don't know if I'd be able to do it. <laughs> like, it was like... We were walking. We, we were dealing with the whole friggin' barnyard. I'm telling you, Rocco. I said, stirring some rye into my morning coffee. Goddamn mole. 
I guess it would work, but yeah, it's just like it, it was very like yeah, I I really liked the flavor of this uh, uh of this this crime talk. <laughs> mm, for sure. Also, let's be real, Walken could make anything. Yeah. Um, you read the three little pigs and it was like the best ever. <laughs> oink oink. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like proven when we discovered that it was a goddamn little mole working for the piggies. Oink oink. Yeah, speaking of pigs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I just really enjoyed like I just wanted to highlight that. Uh that like I really enjoyed the noir feel and the uh the mob talk. Um Actually, so um, as a quick aside, we actually did get an email or, or, or we got a response from the author, uh, Mac Ralston, after we did our episode of uh, Evergreens into the uh, Eternal Autumn. And they 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 said, like, we were welcome to do like a bunch of their other stories. Like They, they endorsed us doing more like more of their stories mm. um, on the show. Um, but like they they commented like that one of the things that they really like one of their trends in their stories is that they're very uh, dialogue heavy or monologue heavy. Um, and you can kind of, you can definitely see it in this one. Like, cause like we have a narrator who's actually like narrating, like, um, basically like a, a noir monologue in this yep. one. Usually you hear in, so. Yeah. And like, usually it's from the detective side when you're doing, when, when I've, when I've read like noir stuff, but like to hear from like a mafia, like guy or like a mob or like a mob, uh, a mob person, it's, it's just as good. Yeah. But, uh, I'll uh, move on to the next thing I have here. It was when he stepped forward. <laughs> into the harsh overhead light that I realized who exactly it was. Arnie friggin' Reynolds. Although, somehow, he was uglier than before with a gaping hole stood through his face and skin peeled back in every direction like a star-nosed goddamn mole. All right, I'm gonna. I might. I might. I might cool it down with the walking. <laughs> um, but yeah, like. Uh, so, yeah. So basically, like this is the description that we get of like Reynolds' face and how, um, pity, um, uh, uh, attributes it to being a star-nosed uh, mole and such. So it's a mole, as in a snitch or an informant who now looks like a mole, the animal, <laughs> yes, because of the exit wound of the bullet in his face. Yeah. Nice allegorical touch. Um, it does help explain why there's a photo of, a, of the animal, the star-nosed mole, at the start of this story, <laughs> which... Mm. As this went on, I was wondering about because, like, that's the first thing you see in, in on on the wiki is like you see this the, uh, like when you're um, going through like uh, I pulled this from Mac Ralston's like uh, list of listing of stories, and a lot of them tend to have images uh, like tied to them, like used almost like as like little like title cards or like the um, like a representation for the story. Yeah, and yeah, that image also like like the right on the on like before even scrolling down or anything, the first thing that you take note of, uh, aside from like the title and like the, the words is this front view of a star nosed mole. Um, just like looking at you in the face. Yeah. So yeah. At, at, as I was reading the story, I was beginning to wonder like, 
is this like um like I caught on pretty quickly that oh the mole is representat- representational like it's it's like the criminal term yeah, for a mole but like with the photo I expected Arnie to like end up transforming into a mole monster <laughs> which he too. kind of does he, he kind of does um in a way but like then the ending kind of also kind of shirks a little bit of that like he did kind of but like it's he's not exactly like a physical like manifestation here it seems yeah um but yeah it's more of like a metaphorical uh, like he transforms into a mole more like a metaphorical sense i suppose like with the how like his skin splays out to make that 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 appearance and such um and actually i I, also like with um uh i actually kind of wanted to talk about the the face wound and stuff of that would a bullet wound exiting your face cause your face to like act like like happen like that like is that something that happens <laughs> exit wounds are always bigger than entry wounds yeah I, I yeah i knew that i was just like i guess and i guess like it also depends on like the bullet and so it could be like if it's a hollow point i know they splay out pretty bad yeah like they splash you did out. Say he's using a nine millimeter so it's not like a high caliber pistol yeah but... And, but it was also like right at the temple like or at the back of the head and then yeah. so like all that extra all that kinetic energy is like going outward basically like a cone so yeah. I, I guess yeah, it would basically create like a splash or like a, a splaying like that. It would blow at the front end. It would splay out a bit. Whether it's yeah. splayed out as much as you or I are imagining it, I don't know. Yeah. Well, this is also a very noir heavy story. So like the character can like, um, uh, not yeah, c- can illuminate or like, um, illustrate a lot more like with yeah. flowery with flowery descriptions than reality might actually suggest um and as this is all like being told to us by like a by a singular like perspective like that's probably like how they see the world kind of thing we're kind of like getting a glimpse of like how pity um sees reality so Mm -hmm. uh but i'll move on to the next thing i have here he began to trudge (laughs) i like i almost like started to dove into it so yeah Uh, um He began to trudge forward as the dirt shuffled off his shoulders, forming a trail that, for a moment, resembled the track of coke I had huffed not a, not even three hours prior. So this is sort of an early hint that something was up in terms of Arnie's presence at Pity's place. Um, I did also note this before I read the ending. So like the ending kind of reveal of like what what's what the state of the um the the grave is is kind of un uh um is not can is not um it was not part of my initial like thoughts and when I was reading this part of the story um but I feel it's still worth noting um would the dirt still be on him in that quantity like assuming pity's dwelling is would be like a ways away from the burying spot uh, for of Arnie, um, I'd imagine Arnie's shuffling to this location would have removed most of of the dirt that he had like accumulated on himself after he you know dug himself out. Um, and then even like in my notes here, I'm like this, this is all like pre pre ending like notes I'm taking. But even before I'd read the ending, I kind of like started speculating. It's like unless of course it was because he's just a manifestation to uh, he or he like manifested to the spot like a phantom or a hallucination yeah so yeah it, like 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it, as we find out at the end, like it seems like he's a more of a ghostly phantom than a like a physical manifestation unless because like even like he has the tulip in his in his uh, coat pocket uh, when he manifests in front of Pity's house. But when we get to the uh, the, the final scene, the tulip, the, the, the grave is undisturbed and the tulip is still there planted. So it, it has to be some kind of manifestation that um, that Pity is experiencing. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, early on, I was just like, what? Like, I don't get me wrong. I also like the description of like the, the dirt falling off of pity formed these lines, like the lines of coke. I just like snow. Like, again, that's very noir as fuck. <laughs> falling off of Arnie, not pity. Yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah. Falling off of Arnie. And then like it reminded pity of the uh, the lines of coke he had just done. So, yeah. Yeah. And again, Which like that. I thought was kind of a little bit of a weird description. Yeah. Like. Yes, lines of coke are like granular thing, and so is dirt. But dirt is like brown. Yeah, but it's it's also like again, it's it's more of like kind of a, a illumination. Like it, it, it's 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 being very noir. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, you're also right. Like also, for some reason, I was visually like as you like it's sort of like one of those like spoof movies where like things are just like super like exaggerated. Like I'm just imagining like as the dirt is just coming off of his back, he's just forming like straight like clear lines, like not like little trinkles, <laughs> but like just straight up basically like almost like farm mounds. <laughs> yeah. Like in the road as he walks, he shuffles from the from the light post to the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not not so much. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's he's actually forming actual like lines of coke behind him, like huge ones that like people are just like some homeless person is just like running over it's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like again, like the not to not to make super super silly, but like kind of like one of those like parody sh- things like from uh, like scary movie or um you know, like those mid 2000s movies that like just like did like ridiculous parodies and like the skits they did in it were really like just over the top. Mm. but I, I digress I'll move on to the next thing I have here uh, where am I here where the hell am I I assumed he was saying something when I opened the door so I shot him which was probably not a good idea so I shot him again but I figured if he made it that far he'd get in somehow so I shot him some more he didn't talk, but there was a bloody or but there was blood and shit spewing out of where his mouth ought to be like a gurgling Gerber baby, though far less cute. So I shot him a few more times for good measure. The entire time I read the actual like what are you talking about None of this happened. I no, no, no. The entire time I read the the original version of what I just read. Yeah, <laughs> I kept expecting this hard bitten killer. To pull his gun out and keep plugging, <laughs> like Arnie yeah. at different locations. Like as Arnie's like approaching, it's like he's just like fired, I fired, <laughs> and then I fire some more. <laughs> like, like I, I guess given his drug-induced mental state or just the super hours da- ago, how long does coke last? Uh you'd be surprised, actually. <laughs> okay, I don't know personally, but like from what I've, I've under, from what I understand, it does last quite a lot, quite a while. Hmm. Um, not for me. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> what, <laughs> dude? Marijuana is the only one legal in our country, right? That's the <laughs> whoops. I knew, it, of course. Yeah, yes. This is a joke. Mm. Hi, Cesis. <laughs> you can Cesis and desist because we're joking. Uh, 
Yeah. Mo- moving on to the what Please. I was con- I'll continue on. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So yeah, like given yeah his drug uh, drug induced mental state or like the supernatural situation that Pity finds himself in, I can give him a pass on not reacting how I might expect him to react otherwise. Yeah. Like he's sort of in a bit of a daze and like, this is sort of a really surreal situation. So yeah, like, yeah, he may not like be taking this as serious as a normal, like hard bitten killer might take this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, It'd be funny boiled? actually if this is just, huh? Sorry. You mean hard boiled? No, hard, hard bitten. I've never heard of hard bitten. Really? Okay. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it, uh, as far as I know, it's a term. I'm looking it up quickly. Uh, tough and be. cynical. <laughs> um, a couple of hard bitten detectives arrived on the scene. Like that's what's the... hard boiled. Hard boiled, I think, is a. I think Wait, it's actually. A, I think it's a. Des- actually, <laughs> I think it's actually a description for like a detective story. Um, yeah, but the thing that you just read I know. said detective. Like, is uh, it, it the so here, thing? Are they it, they're pretty well because like a hard boiled is a t- is uh, is basically another word for like uh, someone who is tough and does not show much emotion. So somebody who is so hard bitten is somebody who is uh tough and cynical whereas hard boiled is somebody who is tough and emotionless <laughs> or tough okay. and, and doesn't show emotion i see so there's a oh, slight wait, difference like... to it yeah yeah it's it, it's a noir term uh, it's it's a very noir term so yes um but yeah so yeah just like that whole like thing is like uh, just imagining the, like how this like killer wasn't reacting but again like the Basically, it seems like the story he was just like going through a really bad trip, <laughs> mm-hmm. like for as a result of the coke. So, the soda. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, certainly not crack. <laughs> I I like that they made that joke of like calling it soda. Yeah, because it's a very crime thing to do, like a criminal thing to do to like use uh aliases or use something that like I'm not saying the actual what we're actually is. I'm using a euphemism so that I can't be uh, incriminated. <laughs> well, I don't even mean that. I just mean it's it's silly and, and fun because like, like it's called Coke, which is like Coca Cola, which is soda. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No, like and I, but again, like it is like, the reason they're using that is because like they, uh, it's both like a it's an inside joke for them. Yeah. But also it's so they don't incriminate themselves in case somebody is like monitoring them. <laughs> I suppose. Yeah. Um it's similar to like during prohibition you'd go to a you'd go to a um, uh to a tea house in in quotes to get some tea. Mm-hmm. And like and really that was just a euphemism for like getting bourbon or like getting some some moonshine. If you actually like, wanted to have tea though. Then they'd look at you funny cuz you're why are you in this tea <laughs> like this is not that's not the kind of tea we sell here sir. <laughs> No, but if you were, if you legitimately want, I don't know why I'm asking this. If you legitimately wanted to go to a tea house with someone, you say, "Let's go to the tea house." And you'd be like, "Okay, wink." Yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah, I yeah you, want tea. That you went to the wrong tea house. Yeah, because <laughs> like usually a tea house. Yeah, it it was like a 1920s like a noir like thing for like prohibition and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've actually like I've, I've had that I've seen that ha- or I've heard that happen in a uh, in a couple of um uh uh noir stories or like actual play games of, of like people using like the prohibition kind of thing. It's like I'm gonna actually set uh so so my character actually ends up uh setting up a an actual legitimate tea house. 
and we do occasionally get the odd person that comes in and like orders tea and then they spit take as they realize it's actually tea that they're drinking in their teacup and not yeah. some not some moonshine <laughs> but uh i i digress i'll move on <laughs> um he just kept pointing no expression to be read it with <clears throat> no expression to be read within the hole through his head I turned to face the pile and began sifting through the tall, dead grass surrounding the tiny hill with my eyes until the cold, hard steel silencer of a nine millimeter pressed against my temple. I froze. I I'm let frozen. you finish. Mm-hmm. I'm let you finish real quick. I forgot to have this as one of my grammar things. You bastard. This section here, I feel like it should mention that he's looking with his eyes first. Because it says like he's, oh, yeah. he's searching through the long grass and all that, and it goes on for like a long sentence to the point that I thought he was physically like in the grass with his hands, looking, trying to find something. And then at the end, it's like with his eyes. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Great. <laughs> you know what? I actually kind of agree with that because like I also had the same visual of him like scra- like on his hands and knees looking through the grass, and then it's like what is he doing? <laughs> oh, with my eyes until <laughs> my eyes. Oh, it's like it's sort of like almost felt like an afterthought. It's like no, that needs to be moved to like a different spot in like a head in the sentence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I can get behind. I that. search through the brush with my eyes as I blah, 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 blah. yeah yeah. Um, but yeah, and then we get until the cold, hard steel silencer of the nine millimeter pressed against my temple. I froze. I am frozen. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> no, uh, that's not where I'm at. Um, not just because there's a gun against my head, but because that mound of dirt is d- undisturbed and that damn little tulip is still sticking out of it. So, first thing. Yeah, is Arnie a ghost? <laughs> or is this all actually some weird delusion in the mind of pity? It did hint earlier with his 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 conversation with Rocco that perhaps pity does have a guilty conscience deep down. Maybe this time around, part of his mind mingled with the drugs in his system and had him drive out to the site of the dirty deed because this one got to him in some way. And even the gun to his head is actually all in his head. Like he's actually just like having, again, like I've kind of said earlier, stated earlier, it seems like he's having a bad trip. Maybe this would be like, like, depending on how fucked up he is, he could be putting his own gun to his head. That's true. Yeah, that's exactly it. Like, again, like it could all be like, this is like the one, like like the drugs, like maybe between the the drugs or even like he is a hard bitten killer. He's a hard boiled killer, whatever. Um, Maybe this time around, like, a crack of like of a, of a guilty conscious kind of like seeped out and is soda. like playing on it. Hmm? What soda, please? Yeah, what it's not, they don't call it crack, they call it soda. I, I hate you, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, um, I slipped out of the soda uh, mm. and uh, fizzed out of the soda <laughs> and um, uh, has like finally like kind of like gotten to him because even like when he's talking, to, like he. We, he presumably did something bad to uh, Arnie's wife. Um, and maybe, he but didn't. maybe, maybe he didn't, maybe he did. Um, and then even like, when he's like, is this a game to you? And then he like, actually like thought on like, Oh, is like, is this a game? It's like, Oh yeah. Like whack-a-mole. So it's like, he was already kind of introspective right before he killed Arnie. 
So like maybe this was like uh, between that and the drugs and so that maybe again this has all just been like one bad like drug trip and it's like this is the this is the one like dirty deed he's done that kind of got to him and like on a mental level because you also never know when how that's going to trigger in somebody like you might be hardened to like violence and and helplessness and stuff of like that but like you never know like how hardened you are until like something happens so um trying to make me feel pity for pity <laughs> not really because like he's still cold killer like whatever <laughs> but yeah. i just i'm just trying to like rationalize like like trying to trying to figure out w- what arnie is in this case like because mm-hmm. it's clearly not a physical entity because the uh as we get this revelation at the end his his gravesite is undisturbed so i guess arnie was either a ghost or some kind of mental manifestation on the on the side of pity yeah, but he also could have ghosted out of it and then physically manifested after the fact that's true. This could also be, a, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, this could also be a ghost. Um, like this, there could be a supernatural element. Yeah. Um. Also, uh, this is one of this is what I said earlier, where like part of the story did like that usually bugs me in other stories didn't bug me because it was done right. This is the one of those those few times where I liked the use of switching tense because it it goes from like I fr- like uh like the nine millimeter like the whole story had been past tense up to this point. Um. And like the hard silencer of the nine millimeter pressed against my temple, I froze. And then we get the next sentence, uh, the next sentence down, I am frozen. And then not just because there's a gun against my head, but because that mound of dirt is undisturbed and that damn little tulip is still sticking out of it. Like it's done this way. Like the reason why I I like this way is because it's done intentionally, uh, whereas most of the time the switching of tense is done unintentionally and usually it's like a flub. Um, and it's done in this re- this like perspective to me, purposefully to create a dramatic effect, um, to show we are no longer in the past. We are now in the present of this man reacting to his confusion and horror as it cuts to black with the with the final revelation at the end here. I just imagine the author listening to this podcast, like pulling his collar, being like, oh, yeah, it was intentional. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he might. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. They, they might. Who knows? Yeah. Mm. Uh, if, if if this is the case, I'd, like, I'd, I'd be curious if like if, if I if I've like gotten it right or not. But like, this is just how I kind of like like sh- like uh, this is how I kind of like uh, interpreted this. The, the ending here. So, yeah, that is interesting. That didn't bug you this time. Yeah. Cool, though. Well, and it's also like it's interesting. Like the story, like does does a bunch of things that usually irk us in other stories, like media res. Like there was constant. There's like, like at least two instances of media res in the yeah. story, yeah. And it didn't bug you at all. And then not this, really. like, like my tense talk was a not was an anti tense talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so stories yeah. changing us. My God, or is you know it's just it's just actually good writing. <laughs> Maybe this is what happens when Mikey's not around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mikey would try and find a way to mundaneify all this. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> Just knowing that he's going to be on the recording makes us read the story differently. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's the end of my actual thoughts. Um, so ga- I almost said Mikey. <laughs> Gamer. <laughs> yeah. Would you call me the last time this happened? Gamey? <laughs> Gamey, the E stands for, or the G stands for G, a gamer? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. That'd be so. Gamey, though. Yeah. Yeah. G Amy. G Amy. Yeah. G-Amy. 
Anyways, my turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, first off, the art. Ew. Moving on. Uh, yeah, I mean that's an actual animal, but yeah, it's oh, also know, like this really. Animals. It's real. It's real. Like, <laughs> dude, you're fugly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to uh, to reference Dean Super, uh, Dean Winchester. <laughs> mm. So, my first note is starting the story. Yeah. Okay. Um, it was kind okay. of a weird start for me because meteorites, obviously, but yeah. Like, this is the way it starts. The last time I had seen the mole, he was face first at the bottom of a goddamn ditch. That was, of course, before I buried his ass in the dirt and planted a single tulip on the mound. That ought to keep those two, those fat tulips from flapping. I chuckled to myself, patting down the brown pile with the back of an old rickety shovel. It was oh, a stupid that's... joke, really. Yeah. But at the time, I thought it was funny as hell. Uh, yes, I what? just understood why he put a tulip there. Why? Because it's part of his joke. Like it basically, like this is how he deals with moles or with snitches. He puts a tulip on the gravesite because they're tulips. Like because they they they're gabbing their jaw. They're 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 slapping their two lips. Wow. To uh, slap... I, I I just we realized that missed. fucking ow. I would have gone this entire recording without knowing that. <laughs> I'm glad someone I got it. I, it just—it took you to reread the story aloud to me, for yeah. me to realize that it's like that's why there's a fucking tulip. There. God, I'm so dumb. That's so good. It is. That's it's really so good. good. Like that's that's really good as like, but it's not like a like a, a calling card or anything. But it's basically like um, it's effectively like the characters like it, it's it's something that you you can you I could I could see this character doing that to snitches. Snitches get ditches and tulips. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. It's layers upon layers. Cut to the author like listening to this. It's just like, mm-hmm, yep, totally. <laughs> Honestly, I would be I'm I I, I kind I really hope this this was intentional like this because like this is like moi, chef's kiss layers upon layers <laughs> that we it took us rereading the story like twice now. <laughs> To figure that story, out, just that part, but yes. yeah, the figure that like a parts of the story, yeah, yes. Uh, God, I mean, okay, sorry, clean yeah. as day or bright, uh, bright as day, bright, day. bright yeah, clear as day, day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Um, oh, yeah, see was... your actual <laughs> comment though on the quote. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Um, <laughs> it's basically like starting the story like that. I was like, what even is this intro? Like, whoever this mayor is, because they didn't have a na- name at that point. Yeah, he just kind of seems like an asshole who kills animals for no good reason. I honestly thought the same thing. Like, I again, because yeah. the mole, the image of the actual animal mole, I thought it was an like it was a a uh, a literal yeah. mole. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the, a picture of one right there. Right, <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I was like, like, okay, we're following an animal killer. Great, yeah. I hate it. <laughs> yeah, love it. Love to see it. Or not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Either way, we'll move on. Yeah. Because Arnie Reynolds was a goddamn mole pretty bad one at that but a mole nonetheless i was surprised at how terrible he was at it really i mean or really i was i mean of all people i thought he would have been the last person on earth that arnie would have left his dear old wife alone with and i was the last person so at this point i'm like what the fuck's going on here because like <laughs> the way that nair has been referring to this mole the whole time as a creature yeah <laughs> I, I know a wife I it's really weird. Honestly, there's a the first part of the story. I was kind of like my 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 mental image, like my mental theater of this movie was um 
uh Mr. Toad and the mole <laughs> or, or like it was like basically like the little like those like little like uh stop motion animations of like of an- little animal people with like vet like like human costumes on and such. <laughs> yeah, but like at this point I'm starting to view this honestly and and for realsies mm-hmm. as a Disney cartoon. Yeah, all that the too. characters as anthropomorphic cartoon animals. Yeah, like like uh, in the vein of like uh the Robin Hood movies like where or like yeah. Zootopia. 100%. Oh, honestly, this could this could honestly be like a dark te- like a dark story in in uh in uh in Zootopia. <laughs> like legitimately. Pretty much. Spoilers. That's what I viewed the rest of the story oh, as, I mean, as a it's... cartoon with anthropomorphic characters. I mean, I still don't hate that. I mean, like, I know. It's, it's it works. It like, what is the story? <laughs> like, it it's we're wrong, but we don't hate it. What what's what's what we're what we what we would complain about in other stories? We're not going to complain about in this one. <laughs> yeah. What is this story to has done to us? <laughs> I don't know. And like. I know that's not the intent no, to make yeah. a horror story in a Disney-esque theme, but if it was, I wouldn't hate it. Basically. No, absolutely not. Like, I, again, like this could <laughs> add a few little bits at the top and like the bottom. This could honestly be, this might even be able to be like a, a lost episode or a lost, like a lost episode, like short set in, in Zootopia that somebody found. Mm-hmm. For sure. But moving on. Perhaps I ill-assumed Arnie's mistrust of us, the family that is, especially me and Ma and Rocco and Sam. Who the hell's Sam, by the way? It's they yeah. never mentioned Sam. Sam, Sam Person. is just like yeah, I, just another guy. That's doesn't matter either way. Yeah, it's just um, another guy. Part of just like basically like that's like the core group group of the mob family. So I, I just mentioned that because like I write yeah. down everyone's name, trying to get <laughs> to figure out who they are, and I did not write down Sam because I oh gotcha. Again. Either yeah. way, because of our mistrust of him, mistrust, I might add, that was completely justified and proven. Proven when we discovered that he was a, a goddamn little mole working for the piggies. So then at this point, I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm locking it in. This is a 100% quote-unquote confirmation that Arnie is a cartoon mole who is literally a mole in this criminal organization who is working for the police who are entirely made up of cartoon pigs. This is fantastic. So good. And I guess at this point, that would make the criminals all weasels, probably. Like, a la Conqueror's Bad Fur Day. Or, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So God, and now, yeah, it, like, I, I, I don't hate this at all. Like, this is, like, not, like, ruining the story at all for me. (laughs) Because, like, if it did stay like this the whole time, it seems like it would be silly, a la, like, Freaking DK mode from years ago that I. Oh yeah, from the um, yeah the the Harbinger experiment. Yeah, where they had huge heads and long arms, and I attributed it to DK mode from. And you thought that was super silly, whereas I actually thought that was kind of creepy. But yeah. Yes, (laughs) but with this, like, normally when you see cartoons, they're just cartoons, and you know they're they're fine. But if you see one with its face blown out and bleeding and shit, yeah, it's a different kind of horror that you don't see because like yeah, it's we see like body horror for, from humans hell of a lot more <laughs> yeah like, no, 100%. Horror movies. like i think what you're tapping into is like basically what they what everyone tries to tap into with a lost episode yeah. like genre like where they try because like that is what 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 people are trying to invoke in a lost episode creepypasta is take this thing that was usually like not creepy or, or like horrifying or horrific or anything like that like a child's cartoon 
like Snow White and Seven Dwarves or Mickey Mouse or um, Zootopia and then throw that into something dark and twisted, like a fucking crime family noir, like killing. <laughs> and that is some, and that's something people do in real life. Like not even just out, like outside of creep Some people do try to make like edgy cartoons that are like, it's like the happy tree friends. Yes. Um, or like cartoons that are like, Oh, like the, the art, the art style is very cutesy and far, and like very try to emulate like uh Warner brothers cartoons or, uh, um, like the Looney Tunes or like Disney cartoons, but then like the story that's being told is very dark and serious. Mm-hmm. So it's that kind of like vibe, and like that is what they're trying to invoke in Lost Episodes. And we sort of like have like imprinted on this story, <laughs> this version <laughs> is what I is what I'm kind of gathering from our little conversation here. <laughs> yeah. And I'm for it, honestly, but. <laughs> so, yeah. And then the. So that that was the first quote unquote confirmation. And then I like I fully <laughs> leaned into it on this next one because um, it says the other day, me and Sam. Well, they do say Sam again. We're having uh, some soda. Then Rocco says, so I'm getting there. Ernie comes in and he starts talking to the both of us. And you know what he says? What? He calls it crack. So then when I read that, I'm like, okay, this entire time, Arnie is a mole. He's an animal. Because the whole time, it's only been referred, Arnie has only been referenced as a mole. As the that word mole, which I assumed was animal, incorrectly. Yeah. So then when he says he starts talking, then I'm like, okay, he's absolutely a cartoon character now. And so are all of us. Like, that is the one that locked it in as, okay, it's cartoon. We're doing this <laughs> because yeah, he's saying yeah. words now. Because the whole time he could have been, they could have been humans, and this could have been an actual physical mole. Because even though he has a full name, like technically your dog has your last name. Yeah. Right. So it, Lucy like, Cultist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Lucy Cultist. <laughs> Cultist. Yes. Oh, it must be Italian. <laughs> Indeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because again, like again, I'm I'm just I'm really like leaning heavy into the Zootopia thing. It's like yeah, Zootopia has like the the characters have like last names and so like like her uh, Judy Hops is like the main character's name or something like that. So like yeah, like they all like they have names, like they they have they have names and they have family names and like surnames and stuff because they are people in for all intents and purposes they're they're just animals that are being put into the role of people. AKA furries, but moving yeah, on. Furries or like, again, Disney cartoons or like basically like animal anthropomorphic cartoons. Yeah. Yep. The next one is connective tissues time. Oh, Question no. <laughs> Just that it's interesting that this is an organized crime related story. And like, I've been playing the hell out of Payday 2 right, lately, which is all <laughs> organized crime. And yeah. My most recent character that I made for a tabletop RPG I'm playing is an ex-con. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're criminality uh... going on lately for me. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of like westerns with like bank robberies and shit. <laughs> so you've been watching? Yeah, you've been you've been uh, checking out a lot of like not maybe not noir adjacent stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not the noir part, but the crime part. Yeah, yeah, more of the crime stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
then we'll move on here. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man, Rocco said. Doesn't mean he's a cop. You, you think everyone's a cop. I do not, I said, biting off a hangnail and taking another warm gulp. Yeah, you do, Rocco said. You think everybody is out to get you. You must got one of them guilty consciences from all your whacking. Moving on. Uh, so my next one. <laughs> well, I, I also I like because that could be taken. A different it, it could <laughs> also that was what I was meant, uh, referencing earlier with like uh, like him ta- Rocco saying like he's got must have like some kind of guilty conscience or something like that. Yes, yes. Also, yeah, like first of all, like, all that whacking is like that's kind of gross. Like moving on, but yeah. Also, the other gross the uh, the other gross thing that I I didn't note, but like now that you brought it up, like I can't not look at is it. like I said biting off a hangnail and and taking another warm gulp. It's like ew. <laughs> <laughs> just like take this like like take like bite the hangnail and while it's still in his mouth take a swig of his coffee oh yeah he didn't spit it out <laughs> no and it, it, like we can assume that he like spit it out and then took a swig but like the way that that line like reads there like there's a way it's like oh god oh oh that's kind of weird god pity is gross <laughs> he is a soda addict though that's true. Also, I had to. I, I know uh, we're talking. You're talking about like uh, how um, Arnie called it crack, and like it's clearly like Coke or soda, as they call it. I actually just quickly like Google like what is the what's the difference between Coke and and crack? Um, so Coke is basically the powdered like ver like extract from like the coca leaves and stuff. Crack is the uh, process is is the stuff where like the coke it's the coke powder that's been processed into a solid form that can then be like uh, melted into a liquid and stuff like that and injected. Yeah. So I was like, what? Like, because I was like, I knew, I knew, I I had a I had an inkling that crack was like basically just another processed version of cocaine, but I wasn't sure exactly. Yeah, cocaine. And now is, that that's on my list, crack high is cocaine. <laughs> Yeah, like Just yeah, crack, crack is what you ingest is the version yeah. that you ingest. Yeah, so it's like once again, hi, Cesis. <laughs> <laughs> as I, as I, because I, I just had to like Google what's the difference between cocaine and crack. <laughs> it's it's educational. That's yeah, the, it's clearly educational. Yeah, no, they'll have one look. It's like, oh no, this guy's a uh, tabletop RPG. Let's move along, <laughs> nerd. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he plays Delta Green and another uh, and like Cthulhu games. Yeah, no, don't worry about this guy; he's harmless. <laughs> <laughs> but I shall move on to the yeah. page break. I like that there's a page break, but I feel like there's a lot of info missing in between what happened before and after the page break. Because yeah. like it skips over the assumed murder of the wife and the entire conversation that he has with, um with the mole to get him to drive him to the location. Yeah. And like, I feel the, like that, that last, last combo is kind of needed. We don't necessarily need to know how or in, sorry, we don't necessarily need to know how or if he did the wife in, but we should at least like see how he convinced him to drive him out here. Cause it seems like I... he's driving him out there to his death. And like, it's pretty obvious. I, I actually disagree. I think it's, more dramatic for the way it is like i like i think it's more dramatically satisfying the way it is because it's so just like because like, it says you tell him to get him to drive out there it, it, it's more of a it's like insinuation like um uh it's like he, he asking, what did you insinuate basically he told him it's like hey we have your wife uh she's out here if you want to see her again come out and uh, come out with us uh and or come out with me and, I'll, and we'll uh and we'll deal with this you fucking snitch kind of thing 
I guess. Um, so he's so assuming like, he'll drive to this clearing and she'll be like strapped to a chair. Well, yeah, and like I assume like he basically confronted him, got him in the car, and then like pulled a gun and said, "You fucking snit, you fucking mole. We have your wife. She's out. Here. We're gonna take. We're gonna take you out to her." Kind of thing. Yeah. Like, to trick him. Like that's that's that can all be insinuated from what you from what we read here. Yeah, and, especially and you like, do get that for sure. Yeah. But like with how there's a lot of dialogue in this, and as you said, the um, the author enjoys doing dialogue. There's missed dialogue chances here. <laughs> I enjoys doing monologues, which like are different than just doing constant dialogue. Like it's th- they're going for a style of narr- yeah. of, of of narrative here. So, mm-hmm. and this is definitely like a a style of like scene a scene um, uh, segue basically. Like it's like the first the the last thing that is said before the time st- uh, the time skip is um, take him t- uh, tell him to get uh, you got a spare ticket and I'll take his wife out and believe me. I took his wife out <laughs> or I, t- mm. I took her out and then it cuts away to like, it's about a mile that way. And like, like they're already in the car, like, like for like a few hours later and stuff like that. So yeah. I don't know. It seemed really, it, it worked for me like as a, uh, as part of the narrative. Yeah. I didn't necessarily hate it. It's just, I would have been okay with more information because I was having a good time reading. Yeah, no, that's fair. I also really liked the end. Like when he like, uh, like he's asking, when Arnie asks at the end of this this uh, section, like, uh, "Is my wife down in that hole, you bastard?" And then he's just like, he just pump, he just plugs him and drops him in the in the in the dirt, and even says like, "I didn't even uh, need to, I didn't even bother telling him if his wife is down there or not, or if she was okay or not." Like, he doesn't need to, uh, like he's just like showing how cold fucking like pity is. I guess I felt that dialogue was kind of awkward though, to be honest. Really? Ah, oh. like that whole scene. We'll get there. Okay. Um, either way, moving on. Yeah. So this next quote. You know what the funny part is, Arnie? I asked. The man shook his head, his eyes still focused on the road. Okay. Um, at this point, I'm like, okay, maybe they're supposed to be humans. Because <laughs> <it's, laughs> it finally says the man shook his head. There has been no no reference to any human or not humanoid, any I guess humanoid technically. Anthropomorphic, yeah. Yeah. Anth- yeah there's been no reference to them being human beings until that point where the man shook his head. So after the page break, I mean, man could also just be like the male, like a, an analog for like the male equivalent of well, yeah. it doesn't necessarily need to be like human. I'm like, <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to stitch together these, 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 uh, ripping, uh, tears in your, in your dreams and your, yeah. your vision. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Like it's it's also a slang. It's like I don't know, man. Like yeah, yeah but like that, it's slang for us man. because we are humans. Yeah, but I mean, like they'd be calling yeah. each other moles or something, <laughs> or annies, <laughs> any moles. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it'd be different either way. <laughs> uh, I didn't write down what's before and after, but either way, he says I throatly laughed and coughed and nodded at old old Arnie. All at the same time, it seems like a bit much. <laughs> like there's just a lot going on. <laughs> it's almost like he's uh, oh, biting off a hangnail and eating it and drinking at the same oh, god. time. Oh god! There's yeah. a lot of simultaneous uh, um, motions happening. Yeah. And then when they get to the pile of dirt, why doesn't Ernie try to fight Pity? Like, he's led him to believe that she's dead at this point. 
because there's just a pile of dirt in front of them and nothing else. So, like, why dig her up? And he doesn't even tell him to, to dig her up. He just goes and does it like he already knows. Yeah, like he's supposed I, to dig her up. And like, what's he expecting to find? Like her buried alive, maybe? Like yeah, in I a think, casket, yeah. still with air. I I think it's more like basically like desperation. I think the one thing that could be brought up. I don't think it's brought up until like near the end of of the killing, or right before the killing. I feel like uh, it should be established that. Um, that pity has Arnie at gunpoint. Cause I think he pulls out the gun like as at the, at that spot. Right. Or he pulls it out when he gets out. I'm yeah. So sure. he should have, yeah. So he should have had that gun on him, like throughout the car ride and some of that. Cause like, at least that point, like, yeah, he's got him at gunpoint. What else is he going to do? He's otherwise he's going to get shot. So like, he's, he's, he's just going to have to follow along with, uh, with what pity wants him to do. So I guess. But yeah, this is another part where I'm like, we need a little bit of information because upon seeing that, if I don't know that Pity told him that we buried her alive and you better hurry and dig her up, he might assume, okay, she's dead and buried. You killed her, you bastard. Yeah, like, I, I feel like that could have been... why bother digging it up? Yeah, I think, I think at the very least that could have been something that was brought up in the dialogue while they were driving to this location. Yeah, like, I tell you to slow down, but you better hurry up. She doesn't have much time left. Yeah, exactly. Like that would have fixed it. Like that mm-hmm. for for yeah, for, for for that kind of thing. Yeah. Cuz he does say like if she's hurt or something like that, like you better not hurt her or whatever, so I don't know. Yeah. I just feel like at that point he should have tried fighting. Cuz if yeah, honestly, when he like when he like screeched to a halt, like during like the last bit of the car ride, I thought like he was going to try and like swerve the car and like, yeah, yeah, but he doesn't, he just swerves and stops at the spot <laughs> mm. or he like, he just, he just stops. Like he just breaks heavy and like at the spot and it's like, okay, so I guess, no, no, I guess they're just there. Okay. Yep. I mean, some people are like that. Like some people won't fight back. So like, um, if they, if they know that they can't, if they don't think they can, uh, they can do it. Like they will just like kind of freeze up and not take a chance. So, I guess, but at this point, yeah. the dude is a murderer, and you know he's a murderer. He's driven you out to the middle of nowhere, where there's a big pile of dirt in front of you, and he wants you to dig it up, with no real reason. So he's clearly asking you to dig your own grave. Like I saw yeah. that coming a mile away. Oh yeah, no, that's that's definitely something that's insinuated in the in the story. Like in, like if you're reading between, like as you're reading the story, like you can just infer like that's something that was probably brought up earlier, or like that the both characters know but they haven't said. Mm-hmm. Like again, it's very no. Again, this is very noir. <laughs> like this is the stuff. Noir is a, noir. Like is a lot of the time in noir, it's um you. Uh, a lot is not said, but is inferred. Just like yeah. in between the lines. <laughs> I, I almost would have liked it better if like he's like standing in front of the the uh, if, sorry Arnie standing in front of the the pile of dirt, the shovel in his hand. He just like drops the shovel. He's like, you know what? You dig my grave. I'm not doing it for you. And then he's like, already did. Bang. <laughs> well, no, because he's like, all right, because, shoots well, him, kills him. And then he has to start digging up that hole. Well, no, he'd already like, no, I, sorry. he got to the pot. When he got to the clearing, there was a pile of dirt there. As if there was a oh, very body I, there. I thought he, he was, I thought he, he had would... to shovel it out. That's why he had a shovel. And he yeah, asked I, him to start shoveling. Okay. See, I, the way I interpret it, like the pile of dirt there was the dirt that, 
pity had already like dug out a, a hole because that's why like uh, um when arnie like gets to the hole and sees the dark hole down there it's like was she down there and like and then he should get shot and drops him down into the hole so. i assumed is she down there under the pile of dirt no no hang like, on where, buried hang alive on, is how i saw it hang on a second because i i think that i think we're misreading the thing here hang on i gotta find that spot Um. Oh, also, pity's la- pity's name like is, is stands for pit master, and it's like, oh, that's nice, like a nice little touch because he's like always oh, digging pits. Um, but no, uh, also, a pit master is also that's not the direct reference, I think. A no, pit no, master is no. someone who like, um, who smokes meats, and he's really good at smoking enemies. Like yeah, smoking here, bad guys killing them. Yeah. So, so here it is. Um. Uh, oh, Barb, he cried. He, he hesitantly me, approached or... the small mountain of dirt with the yeah. shovel dragging, dragging behind him. him and froze in his tracks. I assume that he had something on his mind, but he, uh, but the next one is like, did you really think that shovel was for digging up? I smirked, shaking my head in obvious no. He turned from me to the to face the hole that lay just beyond the mound. It oh, was yeah. deep. A good seven feet, seven or ten feet, which was a hell of a dig, or w- which was hell to dig. But the look on his face told me my efforts were well worth the trouble. So yeah, he'd already dug the hole. Okay, I misread that as there was another time jump in here. Oh, okay, he got him to dig for a while, and then he's looking at the hole in the ground. Yeah, I don't but know. Uh, yeah. so I, I misread it. You're right. Okay, but yeah, I'm not. Tr- I'm not trying to like be. Like, I don't. I hope I'm not coming across like smug but like the, the, i i just i i think you'd I, I just assumed that you'd like um you might have missed something there because like what you were saying was not registering from what i had read <laughs> oh, i know like i yeah. said i yeah. misread it i saw it as they drove up to a a, a buried body gotcha there, yeah and you yeah. have to dig it up yeah all right so either way um he gets abducted by the zombie and forced to drive basically <laughs> later on. Uh, yeah. And uh, the quote is, turn the key as he eyelessly watched from the passenger seat blood and shit leaking all over the leather. I just cleaned that, damn it. I said, rolling my eyes. He's taking this remarkably well. Especially since yeah. he just quote-unquote proved to himself that this isn't a dream. And he's just rolling with it. Like, there's not a single moment where he's, he's rolling sand. You know, yeah. he just passed it immediately or like like right after like he said he rolls his eyes and stuff like that it's like uh the sign read 55 i was doing 100 and then the mole sputtered and gurgled some more what i snapped i didn't say anything <laughs> he kept burbling and reaching out for me <laughs> i shuddered at myself in the window or in the mirror it's yeah like, and that's the point where like he stops and put his fucking seatbelt on because that's yeah. what the mole was telling him to do, which is just kind of <laughs> silly. It, it, well, again, it just, it's very, it's not, it, there's a fine line between silly and surreal. Like, there's, it's, it's very, like, the characters being very cavalier on this macabre situation. So. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that might actually lend this to being all in his head a bit more too because earlier on when they were driving um and arnie was driving yeah and he was giving him a hard time saying oh you don't even have your seatbelt on like he was like 
Pity was the, the safety conscious one. So yeah. in this point, when Pity's driving, in his head, he's still thinking about being safety conscious. Conscience? Conscious? Whatever. Or remembering so what like he's... This, yep. So this hallucination is also telling him that? Yeah. So it's like almost like... or. Yeah, or like it's like what he he's remembering his his previous dialogue, like his mind's like telling, like reminding us, like what he said to to Arnie earlier. And it's like, oh yeah, I guess I should not be a hypocrite. <laughs> yeah, he's basically putting himself in the passenger seat. Yeah, yeah. And then we get to the ending, and he gets taken back to the murder site, and it's undisturbed and all that. Then who was Mole? <laughs> is how I saw that. <laughs> yeah. For real though, like, did some hit other hitman grab him and Pity was just like hallucinating the dead mole man over top of him and like he's just being killed by some other mundanely I, I, killed by some other guy? Yeah. Or it's all a dream. Like, or if it's all as in hit yeah, I, I honestly think it could go like there there's it, it leaves it open as like like cause it's like that revelation that the author was going for is like like that's like, wait, the grave's undisturbed and the tools here. But who was and then like there's the the, the oh. silencer at his head, yeah, yeah, um, and then um, but yeah, yeah, who was who was mole like who, <laughs> uh, but yeah, because like yeah, it could either be like this is all like a delusion and he's being like taken out by like Sam or Rocco or something maybe, um, or it is a ghost of Arnie that is like pulling him back to the grave because of like like almost like a karmic reason, or like almost like a like a revenant kind of thing. Or again, like we we said earlier, it's all in his head, and he's actually even put the gun to his he- own his own gun to his head, um, because uh, in his in his coke-addled state. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's all I got for now. Okay. Well, I suppose we'll move on to final thoughts then. Uh, yeah. So I'm still gonna I'm gonna partially recommend this, but on the on the high end, it needs a, there's a few corrections grammatically. Um, but I did enjoy, I, I almost want to just fully recommend it, honestly. Um, cause like the grammar's not that bad, like rereading it no. or, or like, or like readdressing that, the, like those notes and some of that. And I do really enjoy both, both like the story as it is. And also our take that it's also, it's just a lost episode of Zootopia. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, so like, yeah. wise, there was like a lot of front hits and front butts and stuff. And all the ones I grabbed were not in dialogue. There were five yeah. or six more in dialogue, but like yeah. those never bug me, honestly. If I'm being honest, <laughs> like yes, uh, so like those aren't the ones that like would 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 cause me to like ne- not recommend this fully. So oh, I know. I'm just saying the ones yeah. I mentioned are not dialogue, so that yeah. amount is the amount in the actual normal writing. Yeah, and the ones that I re- I, I brought up were like few and far between. Like there's only like, I only had like a, like a handful of of errors that could easily be fixed. So I'd I'd honestly give this one a, a full recommendation. Uh, thinking back on it, like uh, as part of this like discussion, because mm-hmm. um, I really did enjoy the noir vibe and uh, uh, and and like it's just a nice short karmic ghost story in a way. Like ghost could be and and the ghost story could be like both like it's an actual ghost or like ghost as in like it's a hallucination or it's a manifestation of the man's mind kind of ghost. Like he's mm-hmm. he's uh he's being haunted by the ghost of his dark deed that he did or his, his cold deed. Um, so yeah, I, I'm going to, I'm going to actually give this a full recommendation. There you go. 
right there's my <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the game is like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is like, hey, all right, that, there you go. And I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna not recommend it at all. <laughs> turns, out I, turns out I hated it. No, no. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna stay around a maybe probably because, yeah. like, after reading it and sitting down, I'm like, wow. Disney went dark with this one. Because <laughs> I, I love I that. Lo- I, lo- that. I, I, I don't want you to shake that. I absolutely <laughs> love that. I feel like this story just needed like a few tweaks at the beginning and the end to give us a lost episode of yeah. fucking Zootopia. And I'm for that. I love, especially because like this story, like seem like again from what we we've we've both read it as like it is it's. All the problems we usually have with stories that, that try to do the things that this story does, we don't have problems with. And it even like if it was just like tweaked a little bit to be a lost episode, it would be a really good lost episode <laughs> of a Zootopia thing. You just need to find the right balance of like how to make this a lost episode, like where'd it come from and stuff like that. But pretty much. Yeah. But yeah, like all that being said, seeing them as cartoon animals the whole time was different. Um, <laughs> but not in a bad way. Yeah. But like with the heavy focus on all the animal references early on and like the image up front, I think a little bit of clarification about them not actually being animals should be put up a little bit earlier to help out a lot with that. Because it's not yeah. intended. Shocking. But it's not intended no, yeah, no, it's, <laughs> for like, them the, to be cartoons. Yeah, I think I think the situation also is like a lot of gang and like mafia terminology and slang is very animal focused. <laughs> yes. Like more so much piggies. of it with <laughs> yeah. no reference to any human physical characteristics at all. Except for that one where it's like, <laughs> let the man the eyes. Hey, yeah. animals have eyes too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's nothing specific to humans. Like saying the color of someone's hair, it, that guy's bald, you know, anything (laughs) to give some clarification that they're humans. Which is weird that I have to ask for that. Yeah, but okay, fair enough. (laughs) Because for me, like, it took until after the page break to get any sort of clarification that it could be humans. Which was weird. Yeah, like, I'll I'll give it to you because, like, early on, because of the mole picture, because of that photo, honestly, that's really, that was, like, the real, like, big, like, kind of primer for me that, like, like the first couple of like sentences, I was like, "Why is this guy being so mean to a mole?" Like, yeah. And, like, and then I can't it look like, away from it either because yeah. it's right there and it's huge and staring me in the face. Well, and and then for me, like once it got into like more of like the like the, him talking about the crime family, I was like, "Oh, this is a crime family like a, of humans, and they're just using all the animal slang that like crime families use in in all those noir movies and stuff I've seen." Yes, so it's like, and I yeah. first assumed that as well, but then I'm like, but what if it's not? Yeah, <laughs> then you like then you, then you leaned heavily into like the anthropomorphic uh, crime family, which again I'm also fine with it. Like if that if 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 you like that vision of it, like I'm also like on that side. <laughs> like that was that that makes it cooler. <laughs> Maybe not so much. Unique. Yeah, it makes it more unique. I, I was gonna say it doesn't necessarily make it creepier, but it makes it cooler. <laughs> yeah. Although it does ruin the um the face reveal of um Arnie the monster. 
Cause yeah, because with his face ripped open like it's a mole. If his face is already a mole normally, then it doesn't matter. Well, not all moles are star nose moles. Yeah. So it could have been like like a goddamn star nose mole. Not that he was one. He was more of like more of your snub nose <laughs> moles. Yeah. <laughs> I love how we just dove right into the furry side of this thing. <laughs> It's what they are. Yeah. It, it, with how, this visual, you, yeah, it, yeah, with this visual, it's how you could interpret the story. Yeah. Yes. As a as a furry noir horror. Mm-hmm. I hope I hope that's what you were hoping for, Mac Ralston. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, also, the, we're sorry. I'm not. <laughs> so uh the ending is left like open to kind of yeah. let you believe what you want to. Like if it's a drug fueled hallucination, that kind of seems like it's the easiest one to go with. Yeah. Or, or that someone else is offing him, but the drugs made him look like his most re- recent victim and all that. Mm-hmm. And Rocky did say that he feels guilty about stuff he's done. Right. So yeah, it kind of all ties together with that. Like it lays the groundwork in the story for, yeah. for, for, for the, uh, for the ending. So mm-hmm. all that being said, I feel like there is some missing info that would help the story a bit. Um, with, and also a little bit lighter weight on the animal references uh, <laughs> as clarification early on that they're humans would do a lot better. Um, and then in regards to like the creep factor of, of all this, like he's a dick and he deserves it. But like that doesn't necessarily make me scared, though. It's akin to watching a Jason movie and cheering him on as he's killing these assholes. Like, but that is not a, creepy. But it is a yeah, it's not creepy, but it is also it is still a horror. So like it is. Yeah. And some people do. Well, you may not find it creepy, but some people do find that creepy. Like those things. Yeah. So, yeah. It's basically like if. If I don't like the character because he's an asshole, I'm not going to care about the creepy things that are happening. To him, you know, fair. But like, yeah, that that's the subjective thing. But again, like that's your opinion on it. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like I've been saying a lot lately. As soon as the creepy shit happened, Pity, like, immediately didn't care? Or he didn't see? Like, he wasn't scared. Ever. So, like, his not being scaredness rubbed off on me. If the character's not scared, why should I Why should I be scared, you know? Is the whole kind of feeling I've been getting lately with a lot of these stories. Fair. Um, yeah. I don't like, know if that's the way to take it necessarily, but, yeah, okay. He's, he isn't selling the fear. Key being pity. Pity is not yeah. selling the fear and the, the creepiness of what's going on. He's acting like this is just a normal thing. Yeah, because he doesn't realize he's in danger. Yes, still. Like, yeah, like that. That is again in horror. Like that is kind of a thing. Like that happens a lot in like not just in creep bosses, but in like horror stories and stuff like that outside of creep bosses genres. Is like a person not realizing they're in danger walking with the monster and then or like or describing a scene where like it should be horrifying to them but they, they either something has happened to them or their state of mind is is like in a way that they don't find it uh horrifying and then they fucking bite it like in it uh in Stephen King's it one of the kids uh that gets eaten by 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 uh by pennywise is a fucking sociopath or or like like is literally just a straight up psychopath like he killed his own his his baby uh baby sister by snuffing by by smothering her in a with a pillow and then um it's just like really weird and like messed up um and then when pennywise finally like ambushes him and tries to put on a persona that will scare him pennywise realizes he can't affect this kid because 
he keeps shifting between different like things that would scare somebody. Um, like it's like a constantly flex, like uh, his form is constantly fluctuating. And so it kind of like takes the piss out of, um, out of his meal. So he just kind of just eats them. Um, but like, it's describing, it's like, like describing it like this kid who has no fear and, and Pennywise like, well, you're no fucking fun. And then just chomps down on him. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, it, and, or like, uh, likewise in, um, in, I think it was the lost world novel. Uh, one of the characters gets bitten by a, by a, uh, by a raptor, um, in a way that like, basically like his, uh, he's like not dead, but he's like basically like lost all his like nerve connections or spine connections. And he, and the way his mind is going, it suddenly just becomes very placid. It's like, you know what? I don't fucking care. Like, Oh, this monster's like, sink- this thing's sinking its teeth into my head. It's like, Oh, that's, that's a nice little pressure. And then like, basically like it cuts away or, like as, as he's ba- his, his head's about to be chomped like a melon. Um, it cuts away to the other, one of the other characters, like looking away as like the gory scene happens. But like the whole time, his perspective is like nothing. Like he he's in danger, but at no point is he is he seemingly worried about it. Well, because at that point he's fucked and he can't yeah. do anything about it. And also, there's another character there to yeah. show that this is scary. Okay, so because maybe they yeah. react to it. Yeah. So I guess I guess more of the the other like the the, the Pennywise situation, the more better example of the, of what I'm trying to get across is just like. That is does happen a lot in horror, where like a character tries not is not reacting to the scenario, but like as a reader, it's like no, this person's in danger. Like, are they going to bite? Even if they're an asshole, like how are they going to die? Like, it's still going to be like a horrific thing. So, yes, yeah, and the it reference works if he was the only kill in the entire book. I, I suppose the problem being he's not. So there's all these other kids who actually are scared of Pennywise. And they can show the fear that he's creating in them through like what they feel and all that and what they're seeing. But if the whole thing was this one kid not giving a shit, then all of a sudden it changes it from being a horror movie to a horror book to just like a horror like substance book where it's like not actually meant to be scary because no one's scared. And in this, we only have one connection to the 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 fear and that person doesn't give a shit. I, I think this is going to be a case where we're going to have to agree to disagree. For sure, I'm just <laughs> yeah. explaining yeah. my side on it. That's yeah. All yeah. in all, I'm leaving this as at a maybe because like it could have been creepier if the character cared more. Because like he's also potentially in like a a drug haze right now, so he could be seeing this way worse than what it even is. Like it could just be normal, a normal guy, and he's hallucinating and all that. But like, I just want him to care. <laughs> he doesn't care. <laughs> he doesn't care. Yeah, you you get you get. I, I sometimes I feel like you get too immersed into like, I, I and I'm not a bad thing, but like sometimes like you you immerse yourself too too well in a story while you're reading it that like you're you you tack on the emotions of the character and it ruins your experience for the story. Sometimes, kind it's, of. It's just, yeah. I tried to not get like, well, I mean, yeah, whoever I mean, like, there is, I try to connect with them, even if it's an asshole like pity, because like yeah. I'm seeing the world through his eyes, so I need to see the world through his eyes and experience what he's experiencing. Yeah, but if he's not experiencing fear, I'm not going to be scared. Oh, sure. I yeah. I also just as a quick like one last thing, I kind of wish like or what, what would be awesome like last bit of thing of the story after like it's like as uh, as Chuck 
Arnie's br- uh, twin brother killed Pity. Kills Pity. Like that's the last bit because <laughs> it like reveals that like it was actually Chuck going to avenge Arnie, and because Pity was in a drug fueled state, that he thought it was P- he thought it was Arnie talking to him the whole time as like the corpse. I, I guess I don't know. I just thought that might be an interesting. Like I kind of hate that. <laughs> All right, I, I like that it's up in the air a little bit. <laughs> then why are you complaining? No. <laughs> I'm saying it could be better. Okay, fine. That's that's fine. Yeah, I liked the story, but there are things that bug me one way or another. Um, that I there's ways that I can see the story being proved both grammatically and um, making them humans intentionally. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, and adding scariness to it. Okay. Overall, partial recommendation. All right. So, a full recommendation and a partial recommendation. Yes. But that'll be this week's episode. If you like what you heard, or if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below where this gets posted. Uh, we're both on Twitter. I almost said we're all on Twitter. <laughs> uh, we're both on Twitter. Mike or the gamer in yellow is at the gamer in yellow, but without that W at the end because name is very long. Yeah. And I'm at Review Cultist. Uh, I'm also on Blue Sky at Review Cultist, so you can check us. Uh, so you can check me out there. Also, if you'd like to send us emails, you can go to aldenterigamortis at gmail.com. That's A L D E N T E R I G A M O R T I S at gmail.com. Where you can also leave us suggestions for other creepypastas, SCPs, spooky things. You creep it, we'll peep it. Yeah. And if you'd like to help support our show financially, you can go to Patreon. Look up Aldente Rigamortis on Patreon and select the back of your late support set. We have $2 and $5 tiers with special episodes, early access, extra content. To our patrons that are helping support the show, thank you immensely for helping keep those hosting bills at bay. And as always, we very much appreciate that. And to our listeners and the authors of these stories, thank you immensely because without your listenership, it'd be like screaming into the void. And without your authorship, without these stories that you write and post online for people to read and get spooked by or enjoy, we really wouldn't have much of a show because we'd have nothing to talk about. So thank you. Until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And this has been Al Dente Rigamortis. Sleep well.